I'm normally not one that gets really excited over secular holidays, but I really like Thanksgiving. <laughs> and it's because out of all of the, the national holidays that, that we might observe, this one most directly expresses that, that central Christian theme, this attitude of gratitude that Christ calls us to have. You know, one of, the, one of the core teachings of the Christian faith, and one that we, I think, overlook far too often, is the teaching, the instruction, to be grateful at all times, at all times, for all the blessings that God has given us, and to give thanks. The scriptures are full of injunctions for us to give thanks. In the Old Testament, in Isaiah, we read that we're supposed to give thanks to the Lord and acclaim his name among all nations, make known his deeds. The Psalms instruct us to give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his love is everlasting. And that theme is taken up even more strongly in the New Testament. In the gospel that we just read, Jesus admonishes the nine lepers who were cured, but who failed to give thanks to God for the blessing that they had just received. In his first letter to the Thessalonians, from which we, we quote for the gospel antiphon, St. Paul teaches us that it is the will of God it is the will of God that we give thanks in all circumstances. In all circumstances. You know, I think it's easy for us to, to feel grateful when things are going well for us. But to be thankful in difficult times, well, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. But that is precisely what we are called to do. And I think St. Paul gives us a good example of this in the opening to his first letter to the Corinthians. If you know anything about Paul's letters to the Corinthians, you know that these are corrective letters. The church in Corinth was not the model church, right? Things were not going well for the church in Corinth. They were going astray in all kinds of different ways. They were broken up into various factions and I have no doubt that the church in Corinth was the cause of a lot of stress and a lot of concern for Paul and the other apostles. It must have weighed so heavily on his heart. You know, it's like Moses calling out to God, what a stiff-necked people you have, you've given me. But notice how Paul chooses to begin this corrective letter of, adm of admonishment that he writes to them. He begins it by saying, I give thanks to my God always on your account. He's grateful for them, and he lets them know that he's grateful for them. Having this attitude of gratitude, even in hard times, that's the secret to knowing the peace and the joy that Christ offers us. You know, Jesus never promises that his followers will have easy, carefree lives, but he does promise peace and joy. Giving thanks amidst difficult times is indeed the very purpose of this national holiday. It's why it was established. This day of Thanksgiving was established during a time when our country was literally tearing itself apart. 
we might feel like we're figuratively being torn apart today, but literally we were tearing ourselves apart in civil war. It was in October of 1863, in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, as he put it, that President Abraham Lincoln declared the last Thursday in November be kept as, quote, a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. In the midst of all of that death and destruction in war, President Lincoln said, this is when it is important for us to pause and give thanks to God. And what most Americans think of as the first Thanksgiving, that meal that was shared between the Plymouth colonists and the Wampanoag tribe way back in 1621 to celebrate a successful corn harvest, that successful corn harvest came after a brutal winter in which half of the colonists died of starvation and illness. And here again, in the midst of this, the colonists said, It's good for us to give thanks. Now is the time for us to give thanks. And for us Catholics, the concept of thanksgiving, this is fundamentally tied into our worship of God. You know, most most all ancient societies worshipped God by means of sacrifice, but usually the sacrifices were all about appeasing the gods. Don't be angry with us gods. Spare us gods. Trying to appease the gods. But in the Jewish tradition, the idea of sacrifice to God was more about offering thanks to God for his blessings. We see this going all the way back to the sacrifice of Abel the just, who offered the first fruits of his livestock in thanksgiving. The sacrifice of bread and wine offered by Melchizedek was offered in thanksgiving for Abram's victory. And the great Passover sacrifice that was renewed each year they kept that tradition in thanksgiving for having been liberated from slavery in Egypt. And the greatest sacrifice of all, Jesus' offering of himself to God the Father on the cross for our salvation, that was the perfect act of thanksgiving. Jesus was so thankful for each and every one of us that he was willing to offer himself as the perfect sacrifice to God on our behalf. God is thankful for you. So it's worth noting that this Thanksgiving meal that we celebrate, that we call Eucharist, the Greek word for thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving meal was instituted by Christ on the very cusp of his passion. And even knowing all the suffering that he was going to have to endure in the coming hours, our Lord took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it, and he shared it with his disciples. So the idea that we have of gathering together with loved ones around a table to celebrate a ritual meal of thanksgiving, that's nothing new to Catholics, right? It's part of our Catholic DNA. We've been doing that for 2,000 years. In all circumstances, give thanks. It's easy as Father said, to give thanks when our blessings are obvious. But it's not so easy to give thanks for our less obvious blessings. That's why it's precisely during times of difficulty and trouble when it becomes the most important for us to pause, 
remember those blessings and give thanks to God. Because God bestows blessings on each one of us, not just a special few. It doesn't matter if we're Gentile or Jew, if we're Christian or non-Christian, if we're a believer or an atheist. It doesn't matter if we're rich or poor, black or white, male or female, whether we're righteous or unrighteous. The scriptures say that God makes his sun to shine and the rain to fall on the bad and the good alike. Each and every one of us has been blessed by God more than we realize. The fact that we exist at all is a greater blessing than any of us deserve. God has given us the air that we breathe, the blood that pumps through our veins. He's given us this new day in which to begin again. So the question is not, have I been blessed by God? The question is not, have I been blessed by God? The question is, how have I received his blessings? How do we receive the many blessings God gives us? Do we ignore them? Do we take them for granted? Do we resent them maybe or reject them or complain that they're not enough and we deserve better? Or do we accept them with a thankful heart? This Thanksgiving, let's strive to recall the many blessings that God has bestowed and continues to bestow upon us. Even amidst all the chaos of the world, mindful that the greatest blessing of all is his gift of salvation in his son, Jesus Christ. And that this blessing is available to us always, no matter what our circumstances might be. The fullness of that blessing we may only realize in the world to come, but the gratitude that we have for it here, right now, is the surest source of peace that we have. Jesus knew that peace even as he hung from the cross because he knew the truth as expressed by St. Paul in Romans 8.28 when he says, God works all things for the good of those who love him. St. Paul himself was happy to suffer for the gospel because he knew that everything that happened to him, his imprisonment, his poverty, his infirmities, even being shipwrecked, was something that God was able to, in his divine providence, work for good and work for the salvation of souls. And so that enabled St. Paul to give thanks in all circumstances of his life. The martyrs understood this. This is why the martyrs are able to paradoxically rejoice amidst their suffering. Today also happens to be the memorial of St. Andrew Dunlach and Companions, 117 Vietnamese martyrs who gave their life for Christ. And one of them, St. Paul Li Bao Tin, he wrote a letter from prison describing the conditions there where he was being held and tortured. He described it as the perfect image of hell. And yet in this letter, when he also describes himself as being full of joy and gladness because he says, Christ is with me. Christ is with me. And he tells those to whom he's writing, he says, as you hear all these things, may you give endless thanks in joy to God from whom every good proceeds. We say a lot as Catholics that we are a Eucharistic people. That means we are a thanksgiving people. To call ourselves a Eucharistic people, it refers both to our sacramental communion with Christ in the Eucharist, but also our ability to offer thanks to God in all circumstances. And one feeds in to the other. One feeds into the other. We need to remember that. 
Even the secular world affirms that giving thanks is good for us. There was recent psychological research that was reported in, uh, by the Harvard Medical School, and they find that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. I'm quoting from this 2021 article, gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improves their health, helps them deal with adversity and build strong relationships. So this is from the Harvard Medical School. So what this tells us is if you're looking for a quick and easy way both to you know, increase your spiritual life but also to improve your mental health, be grateful. Be grateful. Try to find five things every day that you can say thank you for. Five things to thank God for every day. It's easier than you think when you take the time to stop and look for God's blessings and appreciate them. So let's commit ourselves to really, in our lives, living out the words of Holy Scripture. In all circumstances, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus.